Hey guys, I'm Court. And I'm Kate. And I'm Kelly. And you're listening to Season 3, Episode 5 of The Castle Chat. Hey Castle Chat friends, we are so excited to be back with Episode 5. Today is our episode called The One With... This is an episode where we bring in a special guest and get to do an interview with them. And today we are super excited to have... Kelly with us. She is a Disney vacation planner and we are about to just ask her, I mean, all the questions that we have and introduce you to her as our sponsored travel agent. So let's jump on in. Okay, well, surprise, um, word is out. We have an official travel agent sponsor. Yeah. This is a really big deal to us. (laughs) We're so excited to be able to partner with Kelly. Um, Kelly works for a Disney travel agency, and she goes by Kelly's Magical Vacations. So first of all, if you're looking to book a Disney trip, this is your girl. Mm -hmm. Second of all, we have so many questions for her. I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, I feel like we compiled a lot of questions for this episode and we sent them to Kelly ahead of time so she could be prepped and ready. And so we're definitely going to jump in, but we just want to first, you know, get started with introducing Kelly and asking her some questions about, you know, who are you? And um, just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Well, I'm so excited to be here. I feel like this is like hanging out with my friends. So this is really nice. Um, But my name is Kelly and obviously I started Kelly's Magical Vacations. Um, So I am a travel agent who specializes in Disney. So I book all different Disney destinations. So Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Alani in Hawaii, the cruise, um, the Star Cruiser that's now a part of the Disney destinations, um, Adventures by Disney, and then all of the Universal um, Parks and SeaWorld. So basically anything that you're looking to do if you are in Walt Disney World area or the California Disneyland area, I can help you out with. Um, And those are things that I kind of got into because I love theme parks. Um, I love Disney, of course, but then I was like, you know, I need to know how to be able to prepare people for other things that they're doing when they're coming to the Disney areas. Um, So I've gotten really into that too. But yeah, I am just so excited to talk about everything today and to also be partnering with you guys. Yeah, we're so excited. I mean, when you reached out to us and we're like, hey, like, let's work together. We were so pumped because this is just an awesome opportunity um, for us to learn more about, you know, what it means to be a <laughs> Disney vacation planner. I feel like we can learn a lot from this and also share that knowledge with other people and hopefully just build each other up. And so we're just really excited about this opportunity. Yeah. What like started your love of Disney? Have you always been a Disney park goer or is that something that has been more like later in your life? Tell us a little bit about how you got to fall in love with Disney. So I think like a lot of people, I was born into the Disney family. Um, My parents went to Disney in I think 1976 for their honeymoon and then they were just hooked. Um, And ever since then, they just continued to go to the parks. So we started going um, when we were kids, when I was two years old. So 
Um, it just became like the thing to do, you know, like every summer we would go to Disney at the end of August. We're from New Jersey. So New Jersey people know that that's the best time to go because no one else is um, still out of school at that point. So we would have like the whole park to ourselves. it felt like. Um, and we became DBC members, so vacation club members. Um, our home resort is Old Key West. So that tells you how long we've been vacation club members for. <laughs> um, but we've just really continue to love it and to really have it grow with our family. Um, Disney's still the thing that I think really brings us all together. And it's something that no matter where we're at in our places in life, um, we're able to kind of come together and be like, hey, did you hear that, you know, Cosmic Rewind is opening? And, you know, what are your thoughts on that and everything? And no matter all the di different changes that have taken place, we've just always been able to use Disney as kind of that thing that brings us together all the time. So it's been a huge part of my life, huge part of my family, and also now a huge part of my relationship with my husband because I've made him become a Disney fan as well. <laughs> relatable, relatable. It's, it's <laughs> absolutely necessary that the person that if you're if you're born into a Disney family, whoever you end up with has to also love Disney. I know that that's a, a bargaining chip there. <laughs> we're, we're still working with Courtney over here. <laughs> yeah, my significant other, he 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 likes Disney. I'm trying to get him to love Disney. So we're, we're working on that one for sure. <laughs> uh, He'll get there. Yeah, oh, he will. So how often would you say that you actually go and visit Walt Disney World yourself? So my husband and I just recently moved actually right outside of Orlando. Um, so we go to Disney World probably one to four times a week. Um, and then I could cry. <laughs> very, oh, that's so bad. <laughs> Living the dream. Um, and then we're also like really big about going to other things um, that are, you know, not just Walt Disney World. So, um, but still Disney, of course. So we um, have a a trip planned to Disneyland. Um, we've done a couple of cruises in the past uh, year or so. So we're kind of always staying in the, you know, Disney bubble, um, which is really nice. And we love that we get to kind of experience it as locals here in Walt Disney World. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so awesome. I have yet to make it to anywhere other than Disney World. So that is Same. on my list. And I know who I'm coming to when I am ready to go somewhere <laughs> that's outside of Orlando. But that yeah. that is awesome to know. I mean, I feel like it's whenever you are like an adult, you're like, oh, I found my people. And anytime I talk to Disney loving people, I'm like, oh, these are my people. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is my community. <laughs> these are my friends. Yeah. Which is why Courtney and I started this podcast was to be able to connect and meet people who love the things that we love. And that just happens to be all things Disney. So um, let's jump into some of our other questions here. So Tell us about, we know you are a, a travel agent, but I mean, you're technically a business owner. How did you go about deciding that this is what you wanted to do and, and start your business? So it kind of goes back um, a few years. Um, so I own another business called Karma and Kismet, which is a design business. Um, and I sell a lot of Disney inspired designs. I do a lot of custom work, things like that. And through that business, I had become friends um, with a woman named Colleen, who is still one of my best friends now. Um, and Colleen owns a business called WDW Park Planners, where she does concierge planning. Um, so basically everything that travel agents don't do. Um, so 
travel agents kind of handle like the booking of your rooms, your travel, um, like ground transportation, tickets, things like that. Um, and I can definitely explain that more, but the WDW park planners kind of does everything that's like, you know, here's where, what navigation you should take to get through Magic Kingdom and do everything that you want to do. And, you know, she works with people that have kids that, you know, aren't, can't do certain rides because of different heights. So she'll make that plan based on that. Um, so she got hooked up with a woman named Kim, who is a travel agent, and they started a travel agency called Magical Park Vacations. Um, and I knew I was interested in being a travel agent, but I was looking for the right time because last year I was um, moving to Florida, I got married and just had a lot of things going on. So I was kind of waiting to, you know, all that to settle down. Um, and then I reached out to Colleen and I said, hey, um, I know that you have this travel agency. Um, are you going to hire, you know, are you looking to hire anybody? Because um, I am interested. And she happened to be in Disney around that time. So I had dinner with her and Kim and we just talked about it. And it just was this like perfect meshing of personalities. Um, and I started to work with them right after that. So uh, it's been great, but I think, you know, you'll see if you are somebody who's looked into travel agencies before, there are a ton that offer Disney specialties. Um, you really need to find one that fits your personality and what you want to get out of being a travel agent. So, you know, there's ones that they want you only to be doing that full time. And for a lot of us, we don't have that ability to, you know, kind of take that leap of faith and do that just yet. Maybe eventually that's what we would like to do, but it's finding the one that's really going to work best with your lifestyle and what you're trying to get out of being a travel agent. That's awesome. So outside of travel agent agency work, you do something else, correct? Yes. Yeah. So I'm a fundraiser um, and graphic designer by trade pretty much. Um, so my full-time job is actually working for a nonprofit and then I do the travel agency and then also my design work. That's awesome. You're a busy girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be busy, you know? <laughs> How many um, hours per week would you say you give to just being a travel agent? So it's really dependent on kind of the families that I have traveling. Um, I'd say that as a travel agent, you put in a lot more work prior to people traveling and when they're here or when they're, you know, wherever they're going to be, it's usually more just like quick questions that you're sending and everything because you want to prepare them so that when they're on their vacation, they don't have to ask you questions. So that's always my, you know, my goal is to just do all the work on the outside, on the front end for them so that they can travel and really enjoy it and not be sitting there on their phone the whole time asking me questions. Um, so it's you know, could depend on the week, but I would say probably like 20 to 30, depending on what's going on. Um, it's really exploded. I think the travel agencies and um, Disney, especially because people are looking to travel right now. And Disney, I think is a safer way to do it in a lot of ways because, you know, it's domestic for most people. Um, so there's a lot of people that are traveling to Disney at this time, which is great. So it's been wonderful so far. Yeah, I feel like recently Disney went from they had limited capacity, people weren't really sure if they wanted to travel to everyone missed Disney for a year and a half and now everyone's there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Literally everybody's like, okay, it's time for a Disney trip. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when it comes to planning a vacation for a family or individual, tell us about that process for you. Like what 
services because you were talking about the difference between the travel agent and then like the concierge so what do you if i'm coming to you for my family to book a disney vacation explain a little bit about what that process looks like and how you get involved and kind of the whole shebang if somebody out there listening is like oh this is perfect i want to book a trip give us all of the goodies for them Yes. So the first thing I'll say is that every travel agent handles it differently. So this is what I do. But if you look and you find one of your friends is a travel agent, um, don't expect that they're going to do exactly what I do. Um, It is very individualized, which is something that I love about it because I get to add a lot of these extra little things um, that I think are really helpful to families. So when somebody comes to me, usually what I'll do first off, if we haven't had a discussion already, is to just get on the phone with them and kind of understand, you know, their family or their travel party, um, where they want to go, what their knowledge of Disney is, and what they're kind of trying to get out of their vacation, because it can be so specific. You know, there's different benefits to staying at different resorts, staying off property versus on property, what the different tickets are, how that's going to work. Um, and then just also being in the location that you want to be. Um, there's a lot of times where I'll really recommend that you stay on a Skyliner resort because I know you want to get on to Rise the Resistance. If you can get on that Skyliner and you can get there super early, you're going to have an easier time. Or if you can walk to Hollywood Studios, that's a benefit. So it just depends on you know what they're looking to do. But I really try to recommend and not just say, here's your cheapest option, go ahead. Um, so trying to give those options to people and walk them through it so that they really understand what the different benefits are and that they're able to make a decision that's going to be best for them. Um, so th- from there, I also handle all the tickets. So making all those reservations for them, um, helping them decide which ticket is the best, helping them understand Genie Plus, which is I think right now for any travel agent that works with Disney that probably knows that's a huge part of what we do is working through that and explaining what those different you know options are. Um, and then ground transportation, um, I handle that as well for people that wanna add that on. Any enhancements that people wanna do. So like if you wanna do a VIP tour um, through Disney, I handle that. Um, and then from there, once everything's booked, I'll handle people's dining reservations. So I'll go through and make recommendations for you if you want them based on you know what I've learned from your family for dining. Other people will just say, hey, I know I wanna do Cape May Cafe and I'll get on those 60 days prior at that 5.45 a.m., 6 a.m., and I'll make sure I get those dining reservations for you. Um, And then I also provide a vacation guide, so one that I've actually put together um, that's based on my recommendations for your family um, with, you know, where you should go each day, what I suggest based on that, what I suggest in terms of the rides to check out, everything um, along those lines. And also has like some worksheets in there. So you can kind of take it. And if you have your, you know, 60 days before you're leaving, you can go through and work through it with your family. Um, And then I also provide a welcome gift to all my families when they get to the resort or I'll send it to them if they're not in the Disney area, um, the Walt Disney area where I can drop it off. But it's really those extra touches that I enjoy. Um, I like to keep communication with my clients that I work with. So I do have a newsletter that I send out, but then I'll also send out um, just different reminders to them like, hey, if we haven't talked about dining, let's talk about that now. Um, Or there's been a change to the Genie Plus, um, you know, layout, something's moved from Lightning Lane to Genie Plus. Just a reminder, I've made an update for you guys, things like that. So I just try to be there through every step 
Um, but that's also specific to families because I do have some families that are, you know, they just want me to book the resort and then they want me to step away. And that's really up to them. Um, and I'm happy to do anything that, you know, works for them, works best for them. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wow, I'm blown away by all the things that you do for clients. I mean, even just you talking about the personal touch of something waiting for them at their resort, that is so special and so magical. And like, it just shows that your heart is really in this and you want to serve your clients so well. And that is just really incredible to hear about. Thank you. I think with Disney vacations, especially Walt Disney World, it's called Walt Disney World for a reason. There is a world to explore, so many things to explore. So for people who are inexperienced or they went, but it was 10 years ago and so many things have changed, having somebody who is like on the field, you know, knowing all of the ins and outs of what they're wanting to experience and being able to organize it. I think it's so cool that you have like worksheets and guides and things that you send them because I think it's really invaluable to go if you haven't been in a while or it's your first time going to Walt Disney World having a plan is paramount Mm. and not getting frustrated not feeling like you got you know didn't get your money's worth I feel like I've heard people say that before where it's like I spent bukus of money to have this dream vacation at Walt Disney World and then Genie Plus was a nightmare and I didn't get to do anything that I wanted to do and so having somebody do all of the heavy lifting for you so when you go on vacation like you said they don't they don't need to contact you because you've already done all of the research and planning for them it's right there available to them when they're there so I think that's incredible that's I mean I like I said invaluable for somebody who for anyone who is trying to go to Walt Disney World with all of the craziness going on right now yeah for sure Um, if somebody was wanting to get in contact with you and like start services with you what would they be looking at in regards to like a fee or a pro- or whatever that looks like or um, getting in contact with you? What, what, what would that look like? So um, what's really great about what I do as a travel agent is it's actually free to the people who are traveling, um, which some people are like, okay, no, but like, tell me the hidden fees. Like where, where am I paying this? So Disney, actually the way that they're structured is we get a commission um, based on what we sell. But even if you, like if I pull a a quote for you for five days at Port Orleans and a four day base ticket, and you pull that same quote, you're gonna get the same price if you go to WaltDisneyWorld.com. There's no additional cost going through us. Any price that Disney shows you is going to have that commission rate included in it. It's either that Disney keeps it or that it goes to a travel agent um, if we book it for you. So I always say, like, if you have a friend who's a travel agent, support them by doing this. Um, we don't get make a salary. We make it completely off sales. So it's really, I mean, like every time I do, I make a booking, it's the best thing in the world. Um, I can't even explain the feeling when you're like, yes, I did it. This is so awesome. Um, and then you get to, you know, plan a vacation with people and really help them out. So there's just such a value to working with people who, like you said, are really on the ground and seeing how things are working. Um, Everything's changing so quickly right now that even if you were at Disney two years ago, three years ago, whatever it may be, things are very different. Um, And that's not to scare anyone, but it's just use your resources. Don't feel like you have to go in and kind of be blind and not, you know, have to figure it out and waste a day or waste your vacation trying to figure it all out. You have people that are willing to help 
and um, you know, really want to help too. And it's something that we love to do. Um, so everything goes through my website, but I know you guys actually have um, a specific page that you can send everyone to. And I know that you'll link all that as well. So that's the best way to go about it. Yes, I'm so glad you brought that up. So we will um, definitely be linking Kelly's um, account on our our link in our bio. You just click on that. It will have a form that you can fill out to get in contact with her. If you're like, oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. I definitely want Kelly to help me out with my next trip. Like she said, it's free. Like it's free help. And I think that's probably something a lot of people don't realize. Like you said, um, where's the hidden fees? How do I, like, this can't be true. Um, but I think that is just a beautiful piece of this, of this service is that you don't pay a dime and, but you get to make a commission off of it, which I think is really awesome. And, um, so yeah, if you're, you're interested in anything you're hearing so far, we will definitely have a link in our, in our bio on our Instagram for you to, uh, check out her account and, Go ahead and just fill out an inquiry form. Um, Kelly, if somebody's listening right now and they have booked a room and that's it, is there still opportunity for you to step in and do the rest of the planning for them? If they're like, well, I got the room, but everything else is, you know, going to be a hodgepodge of confusion to me. Is there still opportunity for you to step in for them and do like dining or any of that other stuff without having booked their room? Yeah. So if you have booked already, um, the way that it works is if you've booked in the last 30 days, you can actually transfer your booking over to me um, or over to any travel agent. Um, and then that all of that will be handed over to us and we can you know work with you on that. Um, but say you've just booked your rooms and you haven't booked tickets yet, I can help you with just tickets. So that's, you know, not you don't have to do a full vacation package in order to work with a travel agent. Um, if you have already booked everything and you want to add a VIP tour, I can book that for you. Um, but if you're looking for help, just reach out. There's always ways that I can assist. Um, and maybe it's not, you know, handling everything and maybe it's not exactly what we just discussed, but, um, definitely just reach out to me and we can work through it and see if there's, you know, things that I can help you out with. Awesome. Definitely. So what type of training do you receive to be able to to be a travel agent and to provide um, these tips and tricks for people to, for their Disney vacations? So in order to be a travel agent that specializes in Disney or specializes in Universal, and this is across the board, you'll see it with um, other uh, properties and things like that too, there's going to be training that we have to do. So for Disney, um, there's something called the College of Disney Knowledge, um, and we basically have to go through and you complete all of the different lessons in there. There's tests, um, there's like a year end test that you have to take. Um, and then these are always there's more coming up. So there's I would I would say probably like maybe two a month. Um, you know, it's really dependent on when things are happening, but like every time there's a festival, there's a new training for us to look at and to make sure that we really understand all those different offerings that there are. Um, and same thing with Universal. So Universal is also a little bit different than Disney. You still have the training, but there's just not, um, it, it's not as extensive just because they don't have as many different, you know, things to cover. Um, but there's, you know, these trainings are continuous, so you're working on them as new things come out. Um, but then on top of that, for me, like myself, I feel that I need to kind of be in the parks to see things and really understand it. So that's not, you know, required training or anything like that. But I like to kind of, you know, like be um, 
Flower and Garden Festival is starting on Wednesday. So I'll be there Wednesday to see it because I will have families that are traveling during that festival. And I want to be able to let them know, here's the things that are must do's. Here's, you know, something that I think you might be interested in. So just things like that, so that I can really experience it and actually have recommendations that are based on my own thoughts and not just what I'm reading online. I mean, what better research than being like, I'm going to go to flower and garden for the day and, and learn and research things for my clients. What a fun opportunity and the job. The best version of a field agent, like the best. Oh, (laughs) for sure. I'm like, I want to become a travel agent now and I'm going to move to Florida and I'm going to. Don't leave me. Then we can't do the podcast. (laughs) It's so exciting though. Like what you get to do. We'll have to move together. Yes. We'll move together. We'll move our podcast to Orlando. We'll just go all the time. It'll be fine. Kelly will be a weekly guest. Exactly. It'll just yeah, be the castle chat. Like oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes, that's yes. right. We're going to move into our guest room, and it's going to be the castle chat with Court, Kate, and Kelly. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, we're so excited. Um, okay, what other questions do we have on here? So I think we have a couple more travel agent related ones. And then once we get through those, we've got some just like your personal Disney preferences. Um, So I think the last um, couple of things that we actually had listeners submit themselves on, um, you know, we asked them, do you guys have any questions um, for our travel agent that we'll be interviewing? And um, some of the submissions that we got, um, you've answered the questions to already. One was, do you book um, Disney Cruise Line or Disneyland? And we heard that is very true. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. You do all things Disney. (laughs) Um, And another question that was submitted was, what in your opinion is the best um, time or resort to book to get good discounts? So discounts are really kind of hit or miss with Disney. Um, What I will say is if you have a Disney Visa card, you are going to be able to get certain discounts that other people may not get. So if you're thinking about a Disney vacation, I would recommend opening a Visa card, Disney Visa card, if you can, um, because you're going to be able to make reward points. And also you can do actually right now they have an offer where it's like six months of zero APR for your vacation. So I always recommend if you are a vacation, a Disney Visa card holder and you're booking a vacation, book it on that because that's six months where you know you just don't really need to think about it. Um, but I would say that if you do work with a travel agent, it's another benefit because basically if I book your vacation and say I booked your vacation now and it's gonna be in August, um, during this time, I'll monitor the offers that are coming out and if your vacation falls under one of those offers when they're announced i can go in and make that change for you um, right away so you don't have to worry about it you just are sitting there saving money um so i'll be the one on the phone waiting for hours to make it happen for you but that's part of you know what the benefits are of working with a travel agent um but it's that's when i always say like you know with a disney vacation you're paying if you do a a vacation package it's two hundred dollars when you book so you don't have to pay the whole thing up front or anything like that so plan ahead do your two hundred dollar deposit 
30 days out from your vacation is when you pay your final payment. Um, but during that time, however much time we have, that's all time that we could be finding offers. And there's no promise that you will find an offer that will work, but there's always that opportunity. So the sooner the better, plan your vacation, just get in there. It's $200, use your Visa card. It's, I mean, Disney is a really great deal. That's awesome that you can, I mean, potentially save people money after they've already booked. Yeah, I, yes. it's it's continuously a no-brainer. You're not charging them anything to do it. And it seems like the hassle and stress of, oh my gosh, I've got to wake up at the crack of dawn to get these reservations. Or, oh my gosh, I have to be on the phone for four hours just to get in touch with somebody to see if I can apply this new discount to my already booked trip. That's all of the things that you handle for people. So um, that's really good insight and hopefully encourages people to want to seek out a Disney travel agent, specifically you. But, (laughs) you know, if they have if they have somebody else in mind, that's okay too. It's a a group effort and getting Disney travel agents to be utilized for sure. Um, Another question that was submitted was, is there a best day of the week? Like if somebody's going for an extended period of time, is there like an arrival departure time, like arriving on Tuesday? Or is there a day of the week that is the best time to be in the parks? The best, so you're always going to find that people are kind of checking out on like a Sunday. So if you can check in on a Sunday or on a Monday and get in that full day of a Monday in the parks, I would 100% recommend it. Um, That's going to be the lowest day usually of people in the parks. And I would say if you can do that in Magic Kingdom, um, just because Magic Kingdom, you know, on the weekends is going to be crazy. Uh, you have a lot of locals that will go, people that are coming, you know, from Friday to Monday. So the first park they want to go to is Magic Kingdom. Um, so you just see lower crowds in there. But if you can go during the week and not go over weekends, um, weekend prices are always going to be higher. So basically Monday to Thursday is going to be your lowest price. And also it's going to be the least amount of crowds. Um, But that being said, Disney, I think, has also, you know, there's not really a slow time anymore. Um, The slowest time is probably September. So if you have that opportunity where you can go in September, I highly recommend it. Um, But just be prepared for crowds. And this is also where, like, the planning in advance is necessary. Um, You can have crowds and you can still have an amazing time and get on everything you want. So that's not, you know, a prerequisite to say like, you're not gonna have a good vacation. Um, Just plan it out and be smart about where you're going. Think about your timing in the morning. Um, and also, you know, what you want to get in and be realistic about what you can do in a day as well. Yeah, that is great insight. I feel like I'm never there on Mondays. So now it makes me want to make sure I'm there on Monday. We have some other questions. Court, you want to go over some of those? Yes. Okay. So another viewer submitted question is, can they book my preferred dining reservations? I never get what I want. Yes, we can. Yes, and you've already <laughs> so, kind of covered that, which is great. Yeah. Um, the one thing too, so obviously biggest thing is if you can book your vacation more than 60 days out, you're going to have a better chance of getting that dining that you want. Um, because you'll have gone through with me what the dining is that you want. You'll let me know, you know, what the options are, things like that. And then I'll be on that morning of your 60 day window opening to get those reservations for you. 
One of the tricks, if you are doing this yourself, um, is to think about the fact that if you're staying on Disney property, it's 60 days out from your check-in date, but you'll have your entire time that you're there, as long as it's not more than like 10 days, I believe is the um, cap, that you can make reservations for. So really, if you're there for 10 days, you have a 70-day wait window open for that last day. So if you're looking for Cinderella's Royal Table, look for that later date in your vacation because that means less people have that day open to be able to book for versus that 60 day mark, everyone has it open. So even if it's just, it makes it a lot easier if you can do that. Um, and then there's are also some like tips that I do. Um, you know, if I'm not able to get something for someone, there's alerts that I'll set up. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at getting reservations. It's, I would say it's, you know, one thing I'm, I'm pretty proud of. That's awesome. I mean, I know that sometimes can be a real stress point for families if they're wanting a very specific restaurant or experience when it comes to dining, because Disney does have so much to offer when it comes to that, especially character dining as that is coming back since the pandemic. Um, what would you say is the hardest, like what are the hardest restaurants to book? Right now it's character dining. Um, because there's less character dining available and everyone I think is trying to do character dining because it's a easy way to know that you're going to see characters. Um, I think that it'll get a little bit easier as more things start to open and, you know, character interactions um, get back to normal or whatever the new normal is going to be. But yeah, those are really the toughest one with Topolino's Terrace for breakfast at Disney's Riviera Resort being the toughest right now. And it's because, I mean, it's totally because Daisy's so cute there. And, you know, <laughs> I, so I get it. <laughs> as I as I can see your, your Daisy Nuimo in the background there, I... What would you say is are the hardest rooms to book? Hardest rooms are really, I, I don't think it's even resort specific. I mean, Grand Floridian can be difficult because it's really sought, sought after. Um, but I think the hardest rooms are really when you have bigger groups that wanna stay together in one room. So getting those family suites um, or getting a DVC resort, so a vacation club villa, something like that for non-vacation club um, members can be difficult just because there is less of those rooms. Um, but a lot of times people will be, you know, like they're stuck on, I wanna go to Grand Floridian, but then you talk about the other options that there are and things like that. And there's, I, I think there's always an option for Disney, um, no matter what you're looking at. And this, this is another thing where if you do have a large group, reach out to a travel agent, or if you're going to plan it yourself, start planning really early on, um, because then you're gonna be able to get those rooms that you want. So it's all, it's all like a date and numbers game with those rooms. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, I have a group of 12, 10, tw 10 to 12, um, that will be going to Disney with me in May and we're going to use Kelly and give a full review on <laughs> what this experience is like when you get to do it firsthand. Even as somebody who has been to Disney several times, I feel like there's, so much to be gained from using a Disney travel agent. Not just like you said, helping a friend out and being able to support you, your business. Um, but also for me, I have a full-time job and planning a vacation for 12 people is a lot. And so being able to be like, yeah, I know Disney and sure I would be able to do some level of planning, mm -hmm. but if I can utilize somebody to do it for me and I know and trust that you probably know Disney even better than I do, 
it takes a lot off of my shoulders when my family to me is like, well, you're the Disney girl, you know, we'll just leave it all to you. And, um, 12 people is a lot to plan for. So we'll definitely be, um, using Kelly's magical vacations and giving a report on what that experience is like. And, um, give some insight into even if you know Disney well how this this service can benefit you exactly yeah (laughs) I keep going back to the fact that like what you're saying like I feel like if you were somebody listening to this episode right now and you're like I know Disney I've got this well Kelly can just take some stress off your shoulders like even if you know how to plan and how to do this like it's just one less thing that you have to do and it's is free and you can still, you know, plan other things if that's what you really enjoy doing. But Kelly can take care of the the big rocks and the things that would cause the most stress and, and you don't have to wake up at five forty five in the morning to get dining reservations or whatever. Like it's just an amazing free service. Um and so even if you are an avid Disney getware, we highly recommend you using Kelly. Yeah. Okay. I think, is there anything else on your mind that as a Disney travel agent, somebody who does this for a living, that you want the listener to know about what you do, what you offer, um, or anything we haven't covered before we jump into some fun rapid fire Disney questions? The one thing I would say is even if, you know, kind of going off what you guys were talking about with being a Disney expert um, and everything like that, it's even if you're like a DVC member and you already have your, you know, DVC points that you're going to use your room for, if you're booking tickets, book through me and then I will handle your dining and things like that. I mean, I think, you know, I work with a lot of moms that have young kids and they're working. They don't need to be taking on that added stress of having to get on and get up in the morning. Um, One family that I'm working with right now, they are, they just became Disney Vacation Club members, but they just said, listen, I don't want to handle this whole restaurant thing so just plan it for us and like here's what we want to do figure it out so everything else they're handling they're big disney fans um but basically just didn't want to deal with the reservations so like you're saying those are things that um i can help out with and you know it's not gonna take away from you getting to plan your vacation either that's so awesome i love it yeah that's super fun I, Courtney and I go to Disney all the time and now all of the stress is off our shoulders. We can just go and hand things over to you (laughs) say, Hey Kelly, we're going back. This is what I want to do this time. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. And I think also just being able to, for me personally, like I said, connecting with people who love Disney and, and respect and appreciate the experience so much that you're going to sprinkle those extra details in or hear that you know I've got a five-year-old going this time and all he wants to do is have breakfast with Mickey but I don't know where to do that or where the best place is what the best option is then you know all you have to do is mention that detail to you and you're like I got it I'll do the rest we will have breakfast with Mickey don't you even worry about it that's awesome I love it do you want to go into some some fun Disney questions? Of course I want to go into okay. some fun Disney questions. This is so fun. Uh, okay, what is your favorite Disney character? So my favorite is Rapunzel. I have a cat named Pascal. I also have a cat named Rufus from The Rescuers, but Rapunzel Aww. is definitely my favorite. Oh, is there a reason why? Just like her personality? She's so cute. <laughs> She's so um, cute. So... <laughs> 
if you look at pictures of me, um, I have really long blonde hair. So I kind of connected to her in that aspect, but then she's also, you know, an artist. And um, I think when she gets out of the tower and, you know, she's so excited, but then she has this like breakdown. She's like, oh my God, I can't do this. The anxiety, I just connected to her. I was like, oh, this is my girl. Like, this is me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That is so fun. I'm a big Punzi fan. So yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, okay, if you are going to go into the parks, where what's your go-to? Uh, Hollywood Studios to go to Galaxy's Edge um, and go into Oga's Cantina if we can. If not, Docking Bay 7 so that we can get the Gold Squadron beer. Wow, that's so specific. I love that. <laughs> You're like, I'm going exactly here. I'm going to sit in this chair and I'm going to eat this or drink this product because this is my, this is my spot. And don't worry, she's going on Monday because it's not busy. Oh, of course, yeah. Exactly. Oh, what's your favorite thing? What's your favorite drink from Oga's Cantina? I'm curious what that is. Ooh. So I actually got the, um, I'm a big Blue Bantha fan. I love Blue Milk. I think that it's awesome. I mean, anyone who's a Star Wars fan, I think if you saw Star Wars when you were a kid, you thought Blue Milk was so cool. So then actually get to experience it is just like the best thing in the world. Um, but we, I mean, we're big beer drinkers. We love to try all the different beers. So I like doing that, but I also really, I like any of their mocktails I think are great. Um, I'm not a big vodka drinker and there's so much vodka in the drinks that they make. So I kind of stick to the beer or the mocktails usually. That's where drinking around the world in Epcot will get you in trouble. Or, okay, okay. no, I went to Oga's and I had a fuzzy tauntaun, whatever it's called. And I had, Ooh, a, and yeah. it was early in the morning and I hadn't really eaten anything. That thing got me. I was, I was struggling. <laughs> I was, I was really struggling. And I have never been like that in a Disney park before. I don't really drink a lot. I was, that, that thing got me. <laughs> and thank goodness my boyfriend and, and his sweet sister were just very helpful the rest of the day you were just tauntauning around i was i was tauntauning around like all i wanted was some fries but i got my fries side story about courtney everybody um that's so specific and i love that galaxy's edge is wonderful and if you haven't been to galaxy's edge yet you just need to go just go ahead book a trip to disney world use kelly and go to galaxy's edge yes i agree with all that that's like my (laughs) go-to tip right there Okay, um, favorite pavilion and world showcase? Ooh, that's a good one. So prior to COVID, I would have said Morocco because we love the food options in Morocco. Spice Road Table is incredible and Restaurant Marrakesh was one of our favorites. Unfortunately, those have changed a little bit since that time. Um, So now I might say Japan because I just think the food options are so great in Japan. It's a good one. Caitlin, what's your favorite pavilion? Uh, I'm probably going to go Mexico. I'm going Italy. Yeah, I mean, if I can get something to eat and drink in Mexico and stroll around the little indoor market that makes you feel like you're outside mm-hmm. under twinkling stars, it's a vibe to me. I, I also love France, but France is always busy, so I feel like... I get frustrated when I go back there because I'm like, why is everyone here? <laughs> it is extremely busy. I mean, I, I just, I love Italy because I could just eat every meal at Via Napoli and be totally content. That too. <laughs> that too. Okay. Um, your favorite ride? Um, it's a, okay. I guess if I have to pick just one, 
I'm going to say Rise of the Resistance. But if that's oh. not an option. <laughs> if Rise isn't an option, probably Tower of Terror. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a great one. I love the theming. That's like where I would have had my wedding if, you know, like money was no option. <laughs> uh, or, you know, didn't have to worry about that. Um, but yeah, I just think the theming is so good in Tower of Terror. Oh, yeah. What are your thoughts on the idea? I've heard a couple of ideas of a Tower of Terror hotel, but also a Tower of Terror bar. Like if there was a bar inside. So this is going to show like how geeky I am. And like, that's totally fine because I totally am. But um, my, I guess like maybe four birthdays ago, I wrote a murder mystery for the party of like 10 people that was based on the tip top lounge in Tower of Terror and made everyone get like super into it and dress up and like everything was themed like down to the champagne glasses and like everything. So if there was actually like a tip top lounge that I could go into, I would just I could die there and be happy. Be <laughs> Perfect. Well, next time you write a murder mystery party, um, please invite Courtney and I. We will drive down and be there in a heartbeat. That sounds amazing. Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> we'll plan it. <laughs> Do we have any other fun questions? Um, go to snack. Not not um, the beer. A Mickey bar. Okay. Mm, that's yeah. a oh, love me a yeah. Mickey bar. Court's a big Mickey bar fan. Big Mickey bar fan. I prefer the ice cream sandwich. She likes the sandwich. I don't know. What is this? <laughs> Sorry. Who are you? I, mean, <laughs> I also, I'm a big slushy fan or a big ice cream fan. So I always tend to get like a Dole Whip or um, mm. uh, like the like citrus swirl or I know they not, aren't doing that one anymore, but they used to have like these slushies and stuff in um, the sunshine tree terrace yes i see where you're going with that yeah they did used to have a like raspberry lemonade yes that that was so good yeah they don't have it anymore i think they have something similar over at cheshire cat um Mm. towards fantasy land but but now they have the backside of water oh yeah the slushy the it's a is it a slushy i thought it was a cone i don't know Uh, i'd get it either way and i just remember it being it being good so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay we're we're just getting excited about snacks now <laughs> okay your favorite outside of because your home resort is old key west outside of that because nostalgic reasons probably make you really love that resort what would be your favorite resort um the contemporary i love um so i'm an artist so i love like art deco that's like really mid-century modern like really into that um, so I just love the design of the contemporary. I think it's just the coolest looking building and then huge Mary Blair fan. So the mural in the middle of the contemporary is just amazing to me. Um, and I could just sit in there all day. I love watching the monorail go back and forth. And like the fact you can walk to Magic Kingdom is just can't be. I agree. I love the contemporary. I haven't been, um, my family stayed at Bay Lake Tower a while back, and that has yet to be beat, I think, in experience. It was one of a kind for sure. I love the contemporary. Yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of all we have for today. Kelly, thank you so much for just being with us and being willing to be a part of this interview. Um, this has been a lot of fun and really exciting. I can't wait for um, our listeners to be a part of this episode as well and just kind of learn more about what it means to work with you. Um, I've learned a lot in this episode. Have you? 
I have learned so much in this episode and I am chomping at the bit to send you all of my things so we can get to work together outside of our general partnership here and just have you plan my vacations. Where can people find you on like Instagram and stuff? Yeah, so you can find me at Kelly's Magical Vacations. It's Kelly with a Y. Um, So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter, and the TikTok. Um, So all those places you can find me, um, but I'm really the most active on Instagram. So come on over. I share a lot of tips there and my different experiences that I have in Disney. Um, And I'll be sharing stuff about planning my Disneyland trip, um, cruises, hopefully soon an Alani trip. So yeah, definitely come on over, give me a follow. And I love to hear about everyone else's Disney vacations too. So shoot me a message. Yeah. And like we said, we will actually have a form that will be linked in our bio on our Instagram where you can go on there and click fill out your information and Kelly will get in contact with you and you can start the process with her. So we want to make it as easy as possible for you guys to get in connection with Kelly so that you can get your Disney vacation planned in a smooth and seamless way. So definitely be on the lookout for that on our Instagram and we'll continue to talk about her on every episode, letting you know that she is our sponsor. Um, um, So you can constantly just know that Kelly is here for you whenever you need her. Small shop shout out. It's a special one because our friend Kelly over here is getting to shout out a small shop that she loves. Kelly, who are you shouting out today? So I am excited to share about the sparkled shell, um, like seashell. So Michelle owns the sparkled shell. She's incredible. She's actually taken her small shop and turned it into her full-time job. And she has her family working for her now. So if you are a small shop owner, she is the dream. I would definitely um, recommend going and giving her a follow, but she does all different jewelry designs um, and really cool. She does a lot of Disney designs um, that you reach out to her about. So just shoot her a message and ask her about those. But she's been doing a lot of resort inspired ones. So she just released a Riviera resort inspired one. There's a Polynesian one. She has a ton of different jewelry um, that she designs and makes. Um, and she's just incredible. She's such a wonderful person. So definitely check her out. Where can um, our listeners find her on Instagram? So she's at the sparkled shell. Um, she's also on Etsy, but if you uh, come over to my page, you'll definitely find her because I share her stuff all the time. But go find her at the Sparkled Show. Trip tips. Tips for your trips. <laughs> You're getting so good at this jingle. I love it. It's so fun. What What a perfect episode for trip tips. I mean, we have the trip tipper right here i know expert of all experts expert of all experts so kelly what is your like what is your number one trip tip that you want to share with our listeners today so i was thinking about this a lot before the show because i was like i have so many tips that you know i think we all have after going to disney so many times um but one that i think is very timely and will help a lot of people because this is a newer product um is genie plus specific So when you're looking at Genie Plus, um, I would really recommend remembering that Genie Plus is not going to be what gets you on every ride. So just mathematically speaking, right, you Genie Plus, you can get it at park opening or seven, well, 7 a.m. And then you can get one at park opening because it may be two hours later, whatever it may be. So you have all these different 
kind of rolls with Genie Plus. So figure out what rides you really want to use Genie Plus for, and then think about what rides you're going to be able to just stand in line for, but don't think that you're going to use Genie Plus to get on every single ride, um, because then you're just going to set yourself up for disappointment, and I don't want anyone doing that. And you also just don't need it. Like you can get there in the morning and walk on to the Haunted Mansion and you don't need to use Genie Plus for that. Um, so those are just tips and tricks, but I'm gonna have some information over on my blog coming up soon with my suggestions of what to use Genie Plus for, what to not use it for. So definitely check that out. Um, but I think that's something that is like the unknown. People are still kind of trying to figure out how to use it. So hopefully that's helpful. I haven't had the opportunity to use Genie Plus yet and I haven't even really thought of it like that where it's like it's not really meant to use for every single ride. You use it for some and then in the meantime you make efficient time decisions so that you can experience everything you want to experience without having to go through the frustration of oh I can't find the time that I'm looking for on Genie. That's awesome. Yeah great tip. All right, guys, next week we have episode six, which will be build your own. And next week, Caitlin, what are we building? I'm particularly excited for this one. We are building our own festival. So oh, yeah, Epcot is revolving all of its decision making and decor and all of that around the festivals that happen year round. And we figured that we should put our brains to the test and come up with a new one. Yeah, and we did, and it's super fun. Uh, but in the meantime, while you wait for our next episode to come out, you can catch us on Instagram. You can find us at the Castle Chat, or you can send us an email at thecastlechat at gmail.com. We love to hear from you guys. Send us an email, shoot us a DM. It's just, it's one of our favorite things when we get to interact with you all. Um, you can also feel free to drop us a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts. Um, this is what helps other listeners know like what to expect from this podcast and what you guys think. So we really appreciate every review that we're able to get. And also we are so thankful for Kelly as our new sponsor. You can check her out on Instagram at Kelly's Magical Vacations and we'll continue to shout her out each week as our sponsor. So we are really excited for this partnership and excited for um, our new episode next week. So until then, we will leave you with what we always leave you with, which is there is a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you. Go make it magical. See you real soon. Bye. Bye.